This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, the show that is... I mean, we're all ill, basically, but don't let that worry you. Uh, we're all fine, really. I, I have to say, I am Stanford Chidge, obviously, and uh, I, I, I need to say to everybody who listens to this show, everybody who wrote in on Twitter with some lovely messages, all the people on WhatsApp who did the same, to wish us all uh, a happy new year, I need to say to you all, happy new year! Largely because I was rendered incapable uh, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day of being lovely and polite and responding. So I hope I hope that uh, my contrition and apology and wishing you all Happy New Year does the job now. Um, and uh, anyway, um, I am joined by, of course, the Reverend uh, Jonathan Kidd. <laughs> I think you slightly gave the game away there, didn't you? Yeah, almost, yeah. In what respect? <laughs> The Reverend. The, oh, very good. Yes, I don't know why I called you Reverend. Mm, yeah, never, never I should have called you before. the Doctor. I'm going to call you the Doctor, Doctor Kid. I think I said the dogs for a second. No, the doc- no, no, the Doctor. The Doctor. Why? Well, better than Doctor Who. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, lovely to be on the show. I echo your your sentiment with the uh, the fantastic messages we got. And um, uh, once again, I, I keep saying this all the time, but. Um, Thank you so much for for listening to the show and the joy that it gives us to to have your uh, feedback and responses. And as I say, whenever we do, I got. By the way, I got some very good. Um, uh, I, I got some good press for an off the post chidge. People just saying how much they liked it and um, and how funny it was. And uh, um, once again, I always say people writing in with better opinions about the team than you and I have got. So uh, well, it wouldn't so be hard to be fair. It wouldn't it? be hard. No, so keep them keep them coming. But and thank you, and particularly with it all over the world, it's it's just great to get messages from America, you know, wishing you luck and just saying how everybody listens to the show. It, it's um, it warms me cockles, as I've said before. It warms me cockles, Chich. And of course, we have a very special New Year's guest, don't we tonight? We do, we do. Here's a clue. Closer, Jack. Closer, Jack. Is it true what Mummy said? You won't come back. 
Very good. Well, he yeah. has come back. He has come back. He yes. has come back. It's Mr. Tony from Gower. a teenage opera. Indeed, except from a teenage opera. Indeed. Keith yeah. West. Yeah, no less. So, he, yeah. he is, of course, the Reverend Tony Glover. And good evening to you, lovely people, yeah. uh, both in the room and those in Mixler. Indeed, um, lovely to see you, mate. Now, I've no, there's no need for me to ask you about New Year, New, your New Year's Eve because you told me before we went on yeah. here. So, <laughs> I shall dispense with that sort of thing, or as they said on Father Ted, down with that sort of thing. In down fact, with that sort of thing, yeah. so there you go. Um, I should tell you that the title of the show, I mean, as you probably noticed by now, there's been there's no pithy, long-winded, lugubrious bloody introduction by me tonight because frankly i could not be asked i just couldn't i'm just the truth of it i couldn't be asked so all i'm going to say is the name of tonight's show is mad hatters chelsea fan cast number 1095 and it says here with stanford chiz jonathan kidd and tony glover in case any of you were left in any doubt whatsoever um as always uh you can uh, listen to this little thing that we do uh live live every monday and friday uh, apart from when we're not on a Monday or a Friday, at 7.30pm by going to Mixler, <laughs> which is, of course, chelsea-fancast.mixler.com. And, of course, you can join in the wonderful chat that goes on uh, by posting on the live chat page. Another, I mean, basically, lots of lovely people congregate when we're doing the show live to listen in and basically talk amongst themselves, which they're very good at doing. Uh, and we love them all for it. In fact, Tony is in Mixler tonight, so you get to talk to Tony as well. Yeah, I'm in there now, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty much incapable of doing two things at the same time, so you won't really see me, but occasionally I pop in. Um, <laughs> of course, you can follow us on all the socials, at Chelsea Fancast, and uh, listen to the podcast, and subscribe on Acast, Spotify, Apple, and all good podcast platforms. Of course, make sure you leave us a stonkingly wonderful uh, five-star review. And uh, talking of uh, Mixler, many of the Mixler people are are populated by people who are also in our Discord group. Because, yes, we have a Discord group. So basically it's like Mixler 24-7, every day of the week. They're all yabbering away in there, talking about Chelsea and anything else that takes their fancy, really. Uh, The the easiest, uh, in fact, the only way to join the Discord group, I'm afraid, is if you uh, basically waft money in my general direction uh-huh. uh, via something some genius thing called patreon uh, i mean joking aside it's a lovely way for you to to show your appreciation and support but it, honestly there is no pressure i love you all equally whether you do or you don't but if you really want to do it um you go to patreon.com forward slash chelsea fancast and uh you bung a few quid every month, which many of you do, which uh, delights and humbles me in equal measure. If you do, as I said, I will then send you a link to uh, the Discord group where you're welcome to join in all the chat. And if you want one, I can also send you a mini Kerry Dixon banner, uh, a replica of the one that hangs up in the Matthew Harding end. So there you go. And uh, occasionally I might post something. I don't think we. I don't think we've kind of got our heads around doing premium content yet. Uh, but if we ever did, it would go on Patreon first. Is that me naked? Yeah, that, well, some uh, might not call that premium, but I would. So, yeah, there we go. Naked shots of uh, of JK may or may not go on Patreon. I don't know. I'll, I'll have a think this year about what else we can do. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have a think about lots of other things we can do, all right? But uh, not tonight, because I'm busy doing the show, which will continue after this short interlude.
Mighty Ho, uh, the Mad Hatters. What a mad game. Um, I, th- I thought, JK, I thought that the lineup uh, was interesting. Uh, it was not... I mean, we were having a chat. Actually, our WhatsApp group was very chatty during the match, wasn't it, as I recall? But yeah. uh, <clears throat> some of it I got brilliantly right. Some of it I got horrendously wrong. Um, I got Madueki starting. Uh, I got Nkunku wrong. Uh, Badia Shield was also absent. Uh, and I was intrigued, it has to be said, by the fact that he played Brozier up top and Jackson on the left. Um, it has to be said with slightly differing results. Now I know you have strong, uh, I know you have strong views on young Nicholas well, Jackson, but I, I got um, uh, dismissed by many people saying, "Well, the reason, of course, that he'd chosen Broger and Jackson was because they were tall." And at the moment, I would prefer it that he played in Kunku, just because in Kunku is is we all want to see in Kunku play because he's clearly a, he's a top act just from the little the little cameo he played the other day. Um, you know, time on the ball, very good vision, um, uh, plays people in excellently. Uh, he, he looks like a proper player to me, and we haven't had proper players playing this season. And so the more proper players who play, the better. And, um, I mean, we can all agree, the one thing everybody agreed with me, that, that Broyer is just a shadow of the player who played at Southampton completely. Yeah. Utterly. Can, can, I, can I just, just uh, rephrase that slightly? A shad- yeah. Although they're basically the same thing, and I accept that. I would say a shadow of the player he was before he got injured. Mm. Yes. Well yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, before he got injured for Chelsea. Because, yeah, but I, but he he came with great hopes. And at the moment, I, I with, with all of these situations, you, you feel for the player. You can see that he's not pleased with what's happening because he, he, he left the field looking miserable and frustrated because he, know, he knew he didn't play well. And 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 I I can't similarly see when people say uh, no he holds the ball up well he he falls over all the time he he doesn't hold it up he he never wins anything didn't win a single header in that game um, he doesn't put any pressure on the centre half so I'm afraid at the moment he isn't really anywhere near up to the standard so once yeah. again I'm I'm was worried that I don't understand why Nkunku didn't play however well this, I, I think I think the answer this, to that might be that. Poch, as we said on Friday, I think, that he's managing his minutes, isn't he? Managing. Well, yeah, OK. OK. And then the, I'll t- or th- therefore they didn't have another alternative. Now, the problem I have with Jackson is lots of the, th- the positives. I felt there was a I feel the bar is too low. And uh, w- lots of people were very pleased with Jack and also the business of him being fouled all the time. The only reason he was fouled all the time was because he was hanging on to the ball and ruining the momentum. I'm sorry, you're, Tony. You're just disagreeing, but it's absolutely the no, truth. No, I'm not. Every time he got, you know, every time he got the ball, he takes two touches and looks up. Other than those moments when he runs, when he runs and you feel there's not much brain activity going on, he's excellent. If he actually starts thinking about it, yes, holding it up, that's when we have a problem. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely a, a, agree with you that 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 when we, well, let's say this: when he played in the preseason, he and Nkunku had an excellent understanding, and he was a very, very different player. Chidge is coming in, put his finger. No, no, up I'm just saying. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm being a bit weirded out by Tony's cat, who's staring oh, right at us. Have yeah, you noticed thanks. this? <laughs> He's just like just sitting there, like friend. an Egyptian sphinx, giving us the yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, yeah. eye. He's giving us the yeah, stink he's, eye, he's mate. Probably, it's, it's probably my mother. Hello, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Frankie. He's our hey, Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Super, Frank, super Frank, Frank, Frank super, Frank super Frank, 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 Fr
the other cat was was originally called Didier, uh, and then we took the cats to the vets when they were kittens, and we found out that Didier was a girl, so she's now just become Diddy. Love it. So That's she was going to be after Drogba. Love it. Anyway, yeah. upstage. Yeah. By Sorry, a cat. mate. I didn't mean to. Upstage by a cat. I know. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no. So so something happens in in preseason. We we were all thought, blimey, these two are great. Now something's happened to Jackson in that period. I don't know what it is. Whether it's mentality, whether it's a um, whatever it is. Reality. For me, for me, yeah, it, yeah, it's not. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because he he gives the ball away. He's caught in possession, and this thing about it's the lack of momentum. Now, when we have the the, the contrast with having um, a brilliant player playing for us, who is Palmer, who is brilliant. The goal was brilliant. The, the, the second goal he scored. I, I almost cried with the joy. <laughs> I kid you not. The joy of seeing that goal with the, the drag across, the wait for the player to come in and the tap in. He is a star. Oh, my God. What a player he's going to be. But that is the level that we should have. That's the level we should have had with all these purchases. And I know they're all having struggles to kind of keep up to that level. I thought Casado had a better game. We're beginning to understand what he does more, which is he does he, he disrupts and plays little passes. Does. And he, he looked yeah. very Makaleli like on 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 uh, yeah. Saturday. Uh, I was impressed. Um, so uh, you know you can see things happening. And also I like the way that other teams play. And um, it's like Fulham. Fulham, I watched the Fulham Fulham Arsenal game. Arsenal, Arsenal were excellent, they just can't shoot. Yet Fulham were excellent as well. And yet we stopped Fulham from playing when we played them at the cottage. So he does do stuff, Poch, that he sets teams up to stop other teams from playing. And we're we're missing that at the moment. Um, because uh, that's why we won that game as well. We played well that game, but also it, we, they didn't get any of the chances that they got, the kind of stuff they do, which is on the break. We prevented that. So there are certain games when he gets it right and the players get it right. But what was awful in this game, and by the way, Medweke, um, fantastic goal. Bloody hell. So yeah. pleased for him. So pleased for him. Because, and I want to say, he, he put in a shift. I thought, yeah, but this yeah. this thing, you do want them to come in and you want to see them progress. Then you, you we, we know, we're not saying you're not good enough for the team. You're going, okay, do something for me as a supporter. Do something for the team. Play above yourself. And that's the kind of level we want to get. I'm not getting that from Jackson because he has gone back so far since the preseason. And that's the problem I've got with it. I just think it's, it, and I wanted him to do, I felt at the time, I said this on my fan bite, I felt at the time that if he'd taken Jackson and Broya off at halftime and brought on yeah. Mudrick or even Sinclair um, and Nkunku, they'd have scored two more. But, and yeah. and because, just because of the speed. And you've got to give credit to Luton. Those two free players, was it in Dwight, what was the, what was the guy, the, the fullback, the right fullback he brought on, the Irish international, who was absolutely fantastic. Chung was fantastic. Yeah. Doughty yeah. was fantastic. But it makes you appreciate the, if, if teams are suddenly up for it with energy, you go, well, why don't we do that? Why do, why do we fade back? You know, why, why can't we apply this to the, to the commitment to the team? You know, so I thought there I, were uh, two brilliant uh, I, I, because, you know, being at home, I wrote notes. You know, I like to write notes when I'm at home because it, it, it saves me some ball ache when I put all this together. Uh, and this is in the first half. Uh, right. Jackson, foul throw. What the fuck? Oh, oh, Hang on. Jackson, terrible pass into touch. So, the, 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 you know, but to be fair, JK, other than that, and I, I said this on, 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 on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, um, your criticisms and, 
and, and comments notwithstanding and, and i and i don't i don't disagree with actually a word you said to be honest but uh i think on balance he wasn't too bad actually on saturday he got kicked a lot yes okay i think we can argue the reasons why which is what you did i thought he played some good balls through i thought the assist for palmer's second was was a super, yeah, it was great, a super, it was great. Uh, i gave him credit he, for that but yeah i know and i'm not, I'm not this is not a, a criticism of you it's just yeah, my my yeah. view of how he played I thought he trapped back and defended well too. There was one moment in deep into the second yeah. half when we were absolutely under the cosh. He was the one that ran back and literally cleared it off the six-yard line. So, yeah. I mean, I think the, the reality with Jackson, you say, well, what has happened to him? Well, I think what's happened to him is that all season he's been played as the lone man up front, which mm. actually you or, you or I could do as bad a job doing that as he does. He is not. We've said it all season. He's not a number nine, but I think he's not a bad player out wide. And he he did actually, as I said, he he was far more threatening and putting players in in that position than he ever done as a number nine, as you would expect. So I agree with you. He's not a Chelsea level. I agree, but I don't think he was a complete shit show on Saturday either. I thought he 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 contributed. Other than the bit of notes yeah. that I wrote about him doing a foul throw, what the fuck, and a. Jackson passes it into touch, and and he got um, booked. I did he? I don't think he did. Are you sure? I thought he had words for the ref. Are you sure? Good. Hang on, I shall find out. I shall find out definitively. Uh, I have to make it, the picture go bigger because uh, because it's too fucking small. No, he did not get booked. Well, well he, he must have got away with it then because he had yeah. words in the ref. No, he didn't get booked. Anyway, what do you think about all this? Love. I mean, but, I agree with Brozier not being up to it, but Matt, that might be because he's fucked because yeah. of that injury. It it might be, but do you know what? Um, you see so many other young players in other teams grab that chance. Yes, yes, absolutely right. agree. Absolutely. Uh, exactly. Uh, you're given a chance by Pochettino to go out there and prove your worth, right? And we've seen players go out there before and end up with half red cards because they've just been trying too hard and that sort of stuff. But I don't see that with Breuer, Brozier, Breuer, however you pronounce it. Um, what I see is a player shorn of any kind of confidence, um, <laughs> unsure of his role. Now you, 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 you sort of alluded to it earlier, but I see that you kind of included my post-match observations in the notes. Mate, I want to, I want to, you, you do them every match, by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to nick them and put them in a blog on our website because I love right, them. Okay. I, that's why I put them in here because I love reading them, mate. Yeah, and I was trying to. Uh, that was on the on the car on the way back, and I was trying to be. Uh, Clearly, you weren't uh, driving at the time. No, I wasn't actually. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of the Palace game, aren't I? I'm actually watched this one live, live, live. Um, but uh, I think Jackson is never going to be a Drogba or a Costa. He just isn't that sort of player, or a Giroud, right? However. However, he has the makings to be another Anelka mm. in the sense that when Anelka came to us, he kind of dropped back behind Drogba. Yeah. Um, and he contributed with the odd goal here and there. But some of the stuff that he would play into Drogba was exactly what Drogba wanted. It was like they knew. Anelka being the, a kind of former striker, if you like, knew what the striker would really need, where they'd want the ball. They had a kind of understanding. Um, not dissimilar to Ida and, and Jimmy back in the day and I just think he's got the possibility to do that but I'm just not sure that Breuer is the man that we need there it it, it could be the, the look whenever they have these crucial um uh, ligament injuries I, I always think to myself it's not the physical 
problem afterwards. It's the mental problem. It's every little twinge in that knee. Every little thing that happens in that leg is, oh, shit, am I going to go through this again? That's what must be affecting Reese James mentally as well. You know, oh, it's that again, you know. Um, so I think I, I liked the team. I liked what I saw from almost all the players. I thought Jackson was one of the better. I mean, it was he contributed and he ran. But I agree with JK. If he's given time to think, he seems to fall to pieces, mm. you know. Um, and I don't know whether that's age or, or inexperience or what, but... You know, confidence the, possibly. Well, you remember the the whole um, the, pressure when they the Top Gun two film and the, the kind of strap line for that was "Don't think, just do." Yeah, and that, that's what I'm sort of shouting at the TV to Jackson is "Don't th- just fucking," well, you know. So if you've got a keeper in sight, have a shot, test the keeper. Yeah, I think yeah. it's probably a combination of all of them: confidence, yeah, can't his confidence can't be high. It's been a hard a hard season for him. Um, and as I said, I, I mean, you know, pressure as well. He's never yeah. experienced pressure quite like this before. But I mean, I remember at the beginning of the season, you know, even in pre-season, actually, we were all being told, and you know, Nkunku would play, you know, it, basically Jackson and Nkunku would play together. Yeah. Um, and the, the inference was that, you know, that Jackson yes. would be exactly what you were saying, a, a kind of a support striker, yes. you know, yeah. playing people yeah. in. Um, you know, and and, yeah. and that's what he was at uh, Valencia. Yeah, and so, I kind of think you know, that. Why? Should, he, why are we surprised? Is what I'm saying, yeah. really. So I think you know, I think in Kunku, um, didn't I think Poch is doing exactly what we wanted from previous managers, which is not rushing these players back too early, and then they're ending up with this god awful, you know, uh, recurring problems that they, these players have had. Um, and, and I think that's, that was a good sign. I'm quite happy with that. I mean, I enjoyed the game. I thought Gusto was fantastic. I thought uh, Conor Gallagher did everything that he usually does. It may not have been quite as effective this time, but he's still, to me, the natural captain on that pitch. He seems to have taken that role on like why he did uh, it, like a, a, a badge of honour. Um, stats are amazing. Stats are yes. amazing, aren't they? Yeah, and Cole Palmer, well, Jay Case just said it. I think that if there is an equivalent of the naughty step at Manchester City, I think Guardiola might have had to sit on it once or twice when he's explaining the, the ball or whatever, why they let a player like that go. Because his goal, uh, as JK said, that was just, you know, when he saw it live on TV at the time, yeah, it looked like he'd fumbled it. Yeah. Right? And you think, oh, he got away with it. And then when you look at it back in slow motion, it's bloody poetry. Beautiful little shimmy, beautiful little touch, beautiful little... And it was just that side, that kind of arrogance that, yeah. that as he tapped it in, it's well, wonderful. And belief, like that. and belief. That guy has yes, so yeah. much belief in his own yeah. ability, doesn't he? Yeah. The first goal, he took the first goal so well as, as yeah. well. You know, second, but he, yeah. he, he must learn from him. He got yeah. the ball edge of the area. Yeah. Do you know what, JK? The minute, about. the minute I saw that go and I said, that is a JK goal. What yeah. what am I talking about? He bapped it in. Yes, same as Madwaki. That was a bap. That was definitely. Yeah. No, I know. No, I don't think Madwaki's was a bap. No, no it wasn't. you don't. Madwaki's was, was a, was a I love Madwaki. I, I just think, you know, it's, that's it's, where we should be his, I think it's one of his better games. I really, what, what, possibly his best game. Who? Yeah. I really, I think he was uh, Madwaki. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought he, like, well, I thought he had a really. Um, well, I have to, what the trouble is, we have to remember. I know, I know. They did. They're doing well, and it's difficult to play at Kenilworth Road, but they are bottom, Luton. Yeah. You know, 
But, um, but these but, teams will always put up huge spirited displays. You know, they've got a, a, a man down um, with, a, you know, a, a, an apparently serious heart condition. Uh, it, it, just watching it on the telly, JK, I mean, it, it was very nostalgic to see that kind of football ground, that kind of atmosphere, that kind of closeness with the fans. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, I, I think Luton probably will go down, but they'll have made a lot of friends on the oh. way. Talk a little um, bit about Luton yeah. in, in part two, I think. But I would say this, Chich. I just <clears> want to say the one, the one other thing is I am, you know, I, I, my timeline was flooded with people moaning and fucking like we we hadn't won, yeah. right? And I think I just want to say it because I think people have forgotten how to enjoy the toing and throwing of a football match. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ten minutes were nail biting at the end. Yeah, but if I've paid for my ticket, that's what I want. Well. Sense yeah. of relief at the end when the whistle finally went great. That's that's what made me fall in love with football. Well, there are other things, as I said, I, I'll get on to in part two about yeah. all that. But I, I mean, it was a really good start. And I mean, you know, we were saying on Friday what we have to do, you know, particularly against this lot, is score early. And and I mean, going back to yeah. that that first Palmer goal, J.K. What he did bap it in. It was brilliantly executed because he had the narrowest of corridors to bap that ball through. And he did, and it was like an exocet. And, uh, and his second goal was utterly sublime. Utterly sublime. But, you know, I thought I thought Madueki... I mean, on another day, we'd be sitting here for half an hour going on about how brilliant that Madueki goal was because yeah. a little yeah. bit of a shimmy before, and he yeah. absolutely put his laces through it, didn't yeah. he? And I was just did. thinking, you know, he, he, he's clearly he's clearly got it in his locker you know, we've seen him try that a few times. I remember he hit the bar, didn't he, early in the season with with something similar. But I tell you what, I really loved also about that goal. Uh, you know, uh, Colwell, you oh, know, got yeah. the ball on the left, uh, got yeah, tackled, yeah. won it back, yeah. charged yeah. forward, put yeah. the ball across. Palmer one touch passes to Madueke. That was yeah. a beautifully constructed goal, and I was just yeah. delighted to see. Colwell's uh, yes. you know, involvement in that, yeah? Because I coated him off after the Palace game. Mm. I thought he stunk the house out at the Palace game, Colwell. Um, he just had no idea what to do with Elise. I mean, not many players may, but you know he was completely 100% at fault for Elise's equalising goal uh, because he was missing in action. Um, so to see him come back, it reminded me of, um, who was the bloke that he, God, I mean, he either got sent off or something, and he came back, Gary Cahill, nobody rated him ability-wise, but my God, the man had spirit and balls because I think, I'm sure it was a game where he got sent off or something happened, um, and he came back a stronger, better player. He learnt from it. You could visibly see it, you know, how much it hurt him. So I'm really glad, but, you know, the caveat is, of course, he's not a left-back, right? But I still say the same thing. You, you, you offered to the boss that you can do a job there and do it. And he did. I think he had he was he was good. It was good to see it after what I thought was an absolute shit show against Palace. So well, yeah. Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean the other thing of course is that uh um I think like me, JK, I now can't remember what I picked on Friday, but I think I put I did put Sterling on the naughty step, didn't I? Yes. So so I so so clearly Poch listens. You yeah. must listen. You must. But I was yeah. delighted to see him put on the naughty step for that or horror show against. Well, it was one moment to be fair, and we did talk about it. I thought he had a really good game against Wolves, other than that criminal other than that, miss. Yeah. But yeah. you know, 
I thought that it was interesting. interesting. I'm glad Madueki got a chance. I mean, you know, in a way, maybe maybe Poch has managed Madueki perfectly. As, as I'm not trying to compare Poch to Mourinho here, but it's the kind of thing Mourinho would, would do. Well, you, yes. you talked about Joe Cole on Friday, didn't you? You compared it to that. You know, he's getting in his head a bit, saying, you know, I, you, you know, you've got this is what yeah. you have to do to play, and he's got him really angry, and he's come on and he's really played well. At the end, if you remember, they had that that um, confrontation on the pitch about the penalty where Poch slapped him on the face um, when he took the penalty. <laughs> and, right. and there were lots of laughs, but you thought, what's going on here? Yeah. He wasn't well, I, I was him. cross about that because Gallagher was the designated penalty taker. Yeah. And, Matt, and I said at the time in the ground, I said, you better fucking not miss because oh, there'll be trouble if you do. I did as, I did as well, Chidge, because I thought you... But that, to me... Big balls, that is. Yeah, fair enough. You know, if you're going to do it, you got to got to take. You know, going to going to score he almost it. Almost said, you know. select me for ne- for the next game. Yeah, yeah. I think and you're I, right, JK. Yeah, and, and I actually think that's a really good attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabulous attitude. Yeah. It was impressive. Really impressive. Well, yeah. there we go. Props, props to old Madueki. Um, right. We're going to uh, have more of this uh, because, as I said, it was a really good start. But I did say up front, but I'm going to do this in part two. Somewhat terrible finish, but we'll talk more about that in part two. But before. We do. Uh, we have a message from our sponsors. They're not our sponsors, but they might as well be. Uh, CFC UK, uh, a new copy. Uh, it may have been out for the uh, for the uh, Luton match. Actually, I'm not. I don't know because I wasn't there. But uh, it'll definitely be available before the match against Preston on Saturday. A new edition of CFC UK. If you can't get to the stall, the uh, the CFC UK stall, which is situated. Um, opposite the entrance to Fulham Broadway Tube, you can in fact subscribe annually and you will get a hard copy delivered to your door. Uh, if you want to know more, you, uh, or if you want to you know, apply for a subscription, then it's fanzine at cfcuk.net. It will cost you 20 quid in the UK for a year, uh, 45 quid in Europe, 60 quid in the rest of the world. Uh, you can also get this uh, digitally, so you get a, a PDF emailed to you. Uh, six quid for a year uh, for a PDF of every episode, or one pound each, and you can pay all of this via PayPal. And as we say on every show, I see, I see you, you latecomers to the party with your podcast saying how wonderful the Chelsea pitch owners are. We've been plugging them since we started this show 15 years ago. Oh, yes. So if you want one, uh, you better buy one. And to do that, uh, you go to ChelseaFC.com and search for Chelsea pitch owners. They're about 110 quid for an electronic share uh, and 175 quid each for a framed share signed by a Chelsea plan and somewhere in between for the others. But uh, it's very important, not least of all, because it gives you uh, a little bit of clout. If you have the long-term interest of Chelsea Football Club at heart, then having a CPO share gives you a say in the future of the ground and its redevelopment and, and, you know, what happens in between. So, you know, not to be sniffed at. There's no other club in the country that has this. So it's, uh, it's worth having. Is it not, boys? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just wondering whether that's um, uh, a prospective route to go down for premium content on the fancast. Like, you know, they can have an electronic picture of us. They can have a signed picture yeah. of us. Yeah. Who the fuck would want that? Nobody. <laughs> I was, I was debating with, uh, I think it was Martin, dear old Martin Wickham. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but. Um, uh, Mark Mean's daughter for his, for Christmas got him. You know the you know oh, yes. the Chelsea fancast yes. eleven. Yeah, yeah. She she got that made into a t shirt. I said that's a great. I'm at right back, which is my favourite position walking football. I know it's good management, mate. But uh, yeah, yeah. The other thing is that J.K. and I both have shirts that Richard Schaller did for us. With he did a little cartoon of me and J.K. together 
holding a pint of Guinness, which is hilariously brilliant. And he made those T-shirts. But I don't think in good conscience I could wear a T-shirt out with my ugly mug on it. It'd just be, I mean, talk about, it would be like, you know, kind of uh, Ronaldo levels of arrogance, I think, wouldn't it? (laughs) I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I'd take your point. I don't think I'd be... um, I'd be worried in case someone came up to me and said, "What the fuck is that on your leash?" <laughs> I don't know. I would say maybe you can help me out there. I don't know. I'll think about it. Maybe uh, we can sell those on Patreon. That's for sure. Yeah. Give, give them away. I don't know. Anyway, look, we're going to have a lie down, and then we're going to come back for part two. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's matchday problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices – It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com. Welcome back to the Chelsea Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge, and I am joined, of course, by uh, Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And the absolutely bloody wonderful, uh, fat, uh, like, like me and JK, he's been ill for two months, bless him, Mr. Yeah. Tony Glover. Good evening. I mean, it's it's a sign of our, our our age, I think, that we just can't shake off things like we used to be able to, you know. But uh, like I said, it's given me a kind of, I wouldn't say Rod Stewart-esque husky voice, but mm. Tom Waits, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, we're all feeling shit. Do you, I, it's... Do you sing uh, Do You Think I'm Sexy? And so you, we'll, we'll have an opinion. Uh, I, do you know what? I couldn't put you through it, mate. No, Remember, that's kind if you of want you, Tony. Oh, really? Yeah, you think I'm sexy? Come on, on children. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I might have dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah. If you really want me, just read out and touch me. This is hashtag one for the teenagers, yeah. mate. <laughs> I had to, I had to listen to Rod Stewart. I didn't have to. I could have turned it off. But Rod Stewart was on Talk Sport talking to the, the sanctimonious prick that is Jim White uh, today. Uh Bloody hell. Anyway, enough already. Let's talk about Chelsea. They're much yeah. more interesting. Um, so, where we go? 3-0 up. We were cruising. Um, 
what I thought uh, is it Rob Edwards, isn't it? Uh, who I think is a is a no pun intended yes. a doughty manager. Yes, uh, and he made some changes in the second half, and boy, did it work! It didn't. It didn't help that Chelsea went all Dracula, as in <laughs> frightened of crosses. Um, but you would have. I mean, I mean, Chong and Doughty were outstanding, and I mean, the, it's not just. I tell you what, for a side like Luton, who who we would sit here, you know, not not unusually sit there and go, well, they must be quite shit. They're just basically a championship side that lucked out getting into the Premier League. The quality of delivery of those crosses yeah. were better than anything I've seen Chelsea do for about five years. Yeah, I mean, don't I you think? Did, I thought, I thought, buy them all, buy all three of them. <laughs> well, in the old days, we would, mate, wouldn't we? We would have done. <laughs> But the quality of delivery was exceptional. exceptional. I mean, maybe yeah. argue with... The, I mean, poor old Colwell. Who, I mean, I thought Colwell had a really good game, I'll be honest with you. But he got rinsed on the right and... Uh, sorry, on on the left. And uh, yes, he Gust, Gusto rinsed. even struggled. You yeah, know, they he, all did. They all yeah. did. They all did. But was that because, as I said, he, he, he went for a much more defensive setup? You know, he brought Fernandez on. Yeah. And Fernandez just looked... All at sea, I'm afraid. Yeah, but I'm just wondering when he, when he, I've now got to increase the size of my screen. And he brought uh, him on. I actually, I've not, I've not got the one that tells me when he brought him on. But my suspicions are, I don't think he brought Fernandez on until quite, quite late. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. Somebody can tell me. They'll probably know. I thought he was, well, it's difficult to know what quite late is anymore because 75 minutes is always another eight minutes well, tacked on. There is that. But I mean, you were right in the fan bite, mate. I think if that had gone another ten minutes, we might have lost that game. Yeah, because they were all over us like a cheap suit, and it was effective. And we were—I mean, I would say we were panicking. We were not defending it very, very well at all. But I would say that the reason we did not lose that game uh, is because I thought Silver was absolutely outstanding. He was brilliant, completely brilliant. So was Petrovic, though. Petrovic. Oh, same. absolutely. What a what yeah. a blo- I mean, even the goal that that went one of the goals that went in. I mean, he got a hand to it. Saved it absolutely. And the one he tipped onto the bar. Yeah, yeah. he's he's he a keeper, good, isn't he? Well, he, he doesn't good, have a problem playing the ball out, does he? He doesn't, uh, and he kicks very long. I think, as you, you say in your notes, it, he uh, he um, he has that ability. We didn't see them farting about as much at the no. back. They did, the very first thing they did in the game was, of course, to do it, and it went to Tassasi, who lost, lost it immediately. Yeah. And I thought, why do they persist with this? But then, perhaps they just thought, it was it, it's the press. It's always the press. We don't seem to press as much as a team, which is, weirdly, what Poch did with Spurs when they got to the final of the Champions League, was they. it, it was the same thing that Liverpool were doing. In fact, I watched the Liverpool game last night, um, and they should have won but about 8-0. But um, he's got back now, um, Klopp, to constant pressing for the first 20 minutes at least. Mm. Pressure is phenomenal. We don't seem to have that as an ability to do. We don't press as a team. Four or five players getting the ball back immediately, which, of course, was Tuchel's great thing as well. That's how we won the Champions League, ultimately, because we pushed everybody out to to the sides. That was his tactic. Absolutely push, 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 push. Then you've got the skill, you've got the uh, the, the brilliance of Kante um, mopping up or just flicking the ball through and, and, and you know, mounted his best with the speed he had and even Havertz looking, you know, different league 
it, it was that was that was what was created by that those kind of tactics that he was. Well, Mount Mount was the focal point of the press, wasn't it? He was absolutely mm. because he, he just never stopped running. Whereas I'm not, I'm not. I, well, all other teams seem to do a bit of pressing, and Luton pressed from the beginning. But it became very obvious that if you've got a goalkeeper who can launch the ball long, well, then you're, you're great with it. It's, it's going to work. But then if you've got the out, unfortunately, is Broya. Uh, or Jackson, I'm afraid, in that instance, the ball went to them both a lot. The, the ball isn't going to be held up, no. so it's going to have to work more from the midfield, which it, which it did. That we we played some d- decent stuff playing out from the back with some good, well, not from the back, from just midfield with with passes. But they they didn't press all the time, Luton, which gave us an opportunity. I think because we kept kicking it long, and I think once you give the once the opposition is aware that you're not going to part about at the back to get rid of it then they move back then you've got more space to actually yeah. do that which is exactly what happened being, being very naive about no i don't think you are I, I i actually i actually i mean he he denied it he denied it i think uh in the presser afterwards but i i think that was a deliberate tactic by poch to negate luton's press because as you said that's what they do and 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 he's not stupid i mean when when we 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 have struggled with teams who press us like that because we fuck it up at the back. So yeah. the fact that you've got Petrovic, you can kick the ball and he can kick the ball. Let's be honest. I thought it was great. And I mean, it's the right idea. Fast players up front, but as you say, it does get let down a bit because they, they, they didn't seem to be able to, uh, to, uh, to hold it up. I mean, I would look, I will say, I mean, you know, Luton as expected, kick the shit out of us at every available opportunity. I yeah. mean, I hear what you say about Jackson and, I, and I'm not disagreeing, but you know, that what's his name? Memby or something. He was at him yeah. all game, all yeah. game. He wasn't the only one. They kicked and kicked and kicked and kicked. But I thought it was a good tactic and well played, uh, Poch, for doing that. Going back to Silver, I just thought, yeah. you know, because he's, he's had a few wobbly games recently, but I thought he was absolutely... I just thought two things that caught my eye. Uh, I mean, everybody would have seen this because it was writ large on the telly. But uh, at the end of the game, uh, oh. the camera uh, just focused in on him. He sat there shaking his head and i just thought yeah i know how you feel mate i'm too old for this shit that's what he was saying but i don't know if everybody saw this after that he actually went into the away end to go and 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 meet his his, you know my new girlfriend his wife you know in in the away end she you know because she would have been in there and he went up there and gave her a hug i think unless i'm hallucinating that he did no he did he did he went in he went in and gave her a beckoned her down and she came to the front and they had a hug yeah. I thought that was lovely. He's quite a character, isn't he, Silver? He really yeah. is. But I just thought I thought he was immense. And it kind of made me wonder, really, um, you know, also, you know, thinking about Colwell. He, he he's he's still a cut above Silver, but I do think he needs better than Dizazi or Badia Shield next to him. I really do. Because I think that they're not up to it, as you keep saying. And I'm wondering that when Chilwell returns, which hopefully he will um, you know, maybe he'll move in next to Silver, which I think is where he should be playing, and she'll yes, be back on the left. Well, there'll be an in- interesting way, interesting uh, selection. Sorry, Tony, you're going to say? Yeah. Oh no, I, I mean, I like, I like, I quite like what I've seen from Dizalzi. Badia Shill looks he's coming back from injury, and I think what 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 was there last year, that kind of coolness that he had about him, and I think the fact is, we we and I put it in my observation, we need to wean ourselves off of Silver at some point. Um, yeah, yeah, and I don't know how you do it because I think he definitely helped keep the score at three two um, on on uh, when we um, on, on Saturday when we played Luton. But I, 
I don't think any of these other defenders are anywhere near as bad as people seem to be saying. I mean, Dizarzi has played a couple of good games as far as I'm concerned. Um, is he the most mobile? No. Is he a big unit? Yeah. Um, and I, I quite like that. I think we haven't had this settled back four or five all season. Okay. So I'm not sure we know what our best back four or five is. We as fans might think we know. Um, but, you know, this... And people go, well, it's no excuse, the injury list. But it is an excuse. If you've got 11 players out of your squad and you're down to the likes of, bless him, Alfie Gilchrist and the likes on the bench because you've got nowhere else to go, um, then it has to be a mitigating factor in your inconsistency. Yeah, and and, and, and I'm, I'm absolutely sure that's what it is, is that. So I quite liked, I mean, Badia Shill, um, the last game I saw him, he, did, he looked short of confidence again. Okay, and Colwell, I think he's going to be great, but he's a natural centre back. Um, I think the the player who would be should be worried the most, really, is Reese James because Gusto looks fucking fantastic as far as I'm concerned. What a player! Yeah, against yeah. Palace, he, he he went over on the left, I think, late in the second half, and we were like, oh my god, now we've moved it over the left. But he was fantastic, fantastic, proper old school. He he can run. He he just I don't know. I really, really have taken to that Gusto. Really have. Yeah, I mean, we all have. We we bigged him up hugely on Friday, didn't we, JK? We did, but also, Tony, as you were saying, he came in and he's taken the opportunity. Yeah. That's what you it. want. This is it. what you yes. want. Yes. Yeah. It's exactly absolutely. what you want. You want a player to think, yeah, I've got it there. It might, it might, yeah. it might, the person in front of me is injured. Let's see if I can occupy that space. Yes, let's, exactly that. Let's, let's put the pressure on. Yeah. Let's, let's, I'm now in here for, Several several games again. Give an opportunity. I'll show them what I can do. Yeah, and that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I just think that we've been when we when we started out this season. You know, I I don't think any of us saw December being as bad as fucking September for having you know eleven, twelve players out with long term injuries and all this sort of stuff. Um, uh. But what I saw on, on uh, in that game against Luton, it was yes, we did. Of course, we did. And it, it, you're three nil up. That's an unusual position for our lot to be in. <laughs> well, I can't remember the last time that was exactly. The case. Oh, so it, was, sure... it was. It was Luton at home. Yeah, so I'm not sure they have the mentality to know exactly how to react to it. And of course, Luton. Once you get a sniff, um, you know these teams can really run run into you a lot. Um, they had nothing to we... lose as well. To be no, fair, that's right. But we held out, and I I thought it was a thrilling, thrilling game that was more much more deserved. Of second or match of the day, at the very least, rather yeah, than fifth or sixth. Or they showed. That was peculiar, wasn't it? I agree. Yeah, really, I peculiar. don't care about that bollocks. Fucking BBC Salford. Fuck them. Listen, <laughs> um, you know, I, I kind of JK. I think was getting into this a little bit in part one because, I mean, it is it is strange, isn't it? You know, as as we were saying a minute ago, you know, Luton had nothing to lose. They'd found a tactic which was working splendidly. They could have had four or five, not not just the three they scored, because they hit the bar, they had that offside goal, they went close a couple of occasions. You know, their dander was up, as they say. I I, oh. I, I mean, you know, I, I, two things that have really occurred to me, really. One, one is the absolute, complete and utter lack of game management. JK also alluded to this, because one way to have managed that game was to have made some... Uh, yeah. offensive subs and and scored more goals, which we yeah. failed failed to do. And putting Nkunku up there on his own in a game like that was, oh. I thought, a bit pointless. Pointless, um, but he but pointless. he 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 did make some changes, which you would have thought 
would lend itself to game management. He brought Fernandes on, but they they were absolutely there was no game management there at all. Eighty one minutes he came on it. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, thank you, Tony. Yeah, I mean, the other thing I I I, I kept thinking this is, this is very bad of me for thinking this. I should probably have to go to contrition tomorrow or something, but. Um, <laughs> The last 10 minutes of that game, JK, I was sitting there thinking, there's a hint of spursiness about how we let teams back in here. <laughs> now, for the life of me, I can't think why that might be. Oh, it's because we have an ex-Spurs manager who did that for a living for years. But I was thinking those bad thoughts, JK, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, th- I think that... When, I'd like to know when were their three goals scored because I think they were scored post eighty-one minutes, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Are you All sure? Them. So if it, if so, it coincided with Fernandez coming on. Um, uh, well, you would hope that it wasn't. Well, but well, let's 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 be let's be critical. He made a terrible error. You know what? He didn't chase the. You're, you're, chase the, you're right. Yeah. Eighty yeah. minutes. Yeah, Barkley. No, first one was uh, first one was the header, and he then before. Him yeah, then Fernandez came on a minute later. Then Adebayo scored on eighty-seven, and uh, the last one was scored on the ninety-fourth minute. But they'd they'd had that goal disallowed on the seventy-fourth minute. Yeah, it's true. And I think they hit but the we, bar bit around that time as well. Yeah, but I, you know, we weren't when we scored the third goal. We weren't completely in control of the game. We'd taken well, our it was against the run of play, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we'd taken our foot off the accelerator. And I was just still thinking, you know, they hadn't they hadn't come up with that level of energy. They hadn't they hadn't uh, even though Chang was 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 playing like a monster, just seemed Chong. to be out running. Chong, 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 Tommy Chung. Chong, Chung, Chang. They Chong. should have brought Cheech on as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag one for the teenagers again. There. Actually, I've been thinking about this. We do need another midfielder. We need a midfielder uh, to partner Gallagher as a two, and he has to be called Lyle. <laughs> Clever. Thank you. Clever, clever, clever. Thank you. Terry loves it. Yeah, not, very good, not, that not one. Not Clayton yeah. Lyle, but Gallagher and Lyle, as in, um, uh, um, uh, what was their great one Rory of the Rory Gallagher, wasn't it? No, in, uh, Gallagher and Lyle, no. I thought Gallagher they made jumpers. Was um, not Steeler's Wheel. It was, uh, um, they were in, uh, uh, weren't they Manfred Mann or something as well? I can't remember. Uh, I'll look them up. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will tell us. Funny. 60s, yeah. 60s, 60s um, reference, 60s reference. Yeah. So, There's a particular song just running into my head now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, the uh, the Spursiness argument, do you think it's a bit, do you think that's, I could have called it spurious Spursiness, the show tonight, couldn't I? But do you think, oh, that would have been clever. Do you think, do you think uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit off that? There's a lot of people on social media who were moaning about the same thing, but. Uh, I think they have to wait until we get up to being. Um, uh, a, a top four side again. And if we then, <laughs> yes. then start doing that, then it'll be com- comparable. Oh my God! Sorry, breaking news. Brian Justman has just come out with an absolute doozy. He said our lead, our lead was on the verge of going up in smoke. In smoke, very good, very yeah. very good, Brian. Yeah. Very very good. I like that. I like that. Listen, yeah. does it matter? I mean, you know, like Tony was saying, J.K. You know, it was entertaining. A win's a win. I tell you what, you know, we did hold out. And actually, they said this on the commentary, not that they usually get anything right, but I think they had a point here. Um, we could have easily lost that game. That would have been devastating. But we didn't. Oh. We held on. We held on. We withstood no, it. That's I was, good. I was nowhere near as scared 
during that game, that last 10 minutes, because I thought the way they were coming at us, I could I could have seen us breaking away and getting another goal. Right, I I, I genuinely thought, you know, because they, 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 they're coming at us and they're leaving themselves exposed. But the scariest one ever, and you'll both remember this, was when we were 4-0 up against Bolton at home. Sam Allardyce's Bolton. Yeah. And they scored a goal and we all went, oh, consolation goal. Yeah, yeah I remember it. And they scored it again. Well. Yeah, I remember it well. Yeah, and then it was 4-3. And then at that point, I was thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, but, look, you know, it, it's hard Do to... Do you remember that 4-all with Villa? Yeah, 4-all with Villa. That was Balak's first appearance. Same, Frank same kind of thing, when I got 20 it? minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, magnificent. But I just, you know, I, I, my only... Grouse was the fact that there were people going, oh, you know, and he's, oh, look, fuck me, if I'd have just tuned in, have we lost? Yeah, I know. Oh, no, we won. And it was an exciting game. You know, I, I just think that's the nature of football. We all know that it's 11 versus 11, and you can get you can get your ass kicked sometimes when you don't expect it. But that last 10 minutes, yeah, it was us hanging on. It's the sort of game, I thought, like Mourinho would have been sitting there going, yes, this is, I don't mind, soak it all up, soak it all up, you know, soak it all up. Uh, he's no, gone mad. Be better at soaking it all up, obviously. Like you know, but he'd have gone mad though, giving the two goals away, Mourinho. He'd have hated. That. Well, he always used to say, didn't he? He said, you know, that three 0 shut the shop up. That was his. Yeah. That was his mantra, wasn't and, and it? And he did. And he did. Yeah. yeah. He, but they had the ability to do that. I mean, one of the things that really did annoy me. I mean, you know, even people yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest knew <laughs> that Luton were going to go down the left or the right and cross a bloody great ball in. So stop the cross coming in. Tackle yeah. the fucker. Nobody did apart from your new your new hero, JK, uh, Adam uh, uh, Alfie Gilchrist, who he made a, a brilliant tackle. tackle. At the very end. Yeah. Just before the, yeah, he did. I was thinking, I, I thought it's got penalty written all over it. Oh, yeah, he, was, just, he, yeah. he took the ball and then he just shoved the player out of the way. He said, say, fuck off, stop. <laughs> I love him. He's, <laughs> a, he's a psycho. I love him. He'll play at the weekend. I hope he'll play at the weekend. Yeah, instead yeah, of who? I think so. What, at the Preston game? I no, mean, I hope in, instead of whom? Instead Sazi. of whom? Well, I, don't, I don't think it matters instead of Desazi. Yeah. He ought to give, if it's Preston, he ought to give them all a go. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree with that. We like him. We like him. Sorry, sorry. That, you know, give him the chance to see what he can do. Yeah, why not? If he grabs it, you know, but it, there might be headlines in the papers the next day saying Chelsea uncover yet another fucking genius or whatever. You know, and I always maintain this thing that they're good enough, they're old enough. Fucking, that's it. that's the end of it. There's no, there's none of this. Oh, God, blood them in. Kind of can't play them until they're twenty five. Bollocks! If they're nineteen and they're fucking good, get them on the pitch. No, too right, too right. Um, and there, there's us saying for weeks that what we need in this team is more experience. I love the way that we can yeah. flip flop, yeah. and only the way that we can. This is a great question from Albert the Second. That is a <laughs> oh, great I mean, name. I, I mean, wait, Albert of where is it? Prince Albert of Monaco? <laughs> is it Prince Albert, that strange appendage which we shouldn't really know anything about? I mean, what is it? Anyway, he says, or yeah. she, because it could be either. No oh. one, no one else did. No one else think Gallagher and Caicedo were on fumes. I thought Caicedo had a good game. I echo yeah. what Jake and Tony said earlier. I think Gallagher did his ankle uh, in the first yeah, half. Was it the first half? Yeah, it was yeah. the yeah. first half. So yeah. I think that might explain why he didn't have as barnstorming a, a match as he normally does. Would that be fair, J.K.? Absolutely agree. Yeah, okay. he was he wasn't at his best, but no. as you say, um, he was um, he was kicked a lot. Yeah, well, he turned his ankle, no, but he yeah. got he got kicked a lot as well. Did he? Yeah, well, they were yeah. kicking. I tell you, I said they were kicking all kicking of us. Everybody. You know exactly. Yeah. But look, we won, and at the end of the day, that is the main thing. And I think you know we need we need these wins at the moment. Um, anyway, um, 
in amongst of our, our frothing at the mouth about various things on the WhatsApp group afterwards, uh, a, a certain young young Clayton Beerman. I remember somebody like that vaguely being on the show once upon a time. Um, anyway, the housewife's choice. Oh, that's right. It's the housewife's choice. Well, he said, I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm not looking at WhatsApp, but he basically said, boys, uh, yes, we're in 10th, but we are one point behind the much fetid, I, I don't mean fetid, fated, but they are fetid as well, to be fair. But the much, <laughs> I'll stick with fetid, the much fetid Newcastle United. Yeah. One point behind them. We're two points behind Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, hopefully West Ham win tonight and we'll, they'll remain there. Although actually a draw would be better for us. We're three points behind Man United, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, five points behind West Ham, who are in sixths. Yeah. We are not far off it. How... How on earth has this happened where we are <laughs> still... I mean, I was on the radio. Uh, you know, the, your, your mate, lovely Paul Ross, got me on his show uh, on f- Friday morning or whatever it was. And he said, so where, where are you going to finish then? And I said, well, we, we've got a cat in hell's chance of getting top four. I'll be surprised if we even make any of the European spots. And he said, are you, are you serious? And I said, yeah. I said, I've been watching him all season, mate, unlike you. <laughs> but... But, I mean, we are not far away. And we've got injured players to return. Other teams have got poor form and poor injuries. United and Newcastle. Yeah. There's a very good chance that we might improve and gel more in the second half of the season. Yeah. I do believe, Tony, that it is not over yet. It is not no, over until it? the fat manager sings. Well, Ferguson was always the one. He said the competition starts after Christmas. Mm. Right. You've got yourself into a position, look, if we go on a run of four or five games uh, where we win, suddenly we'll be right up there. It is that tight. And I genuinely think that, I mean, there's a load of nonsense about getting Pochettino out and I've had a few disagreements with people and I'm like, hey, what? after fucking six months, seven months, what do you think was going to happen? And, and name me one manager in the world now that could make it any better than this with this lot. He's, he's doing what he did at Spurs in his first season at Spurs and at Southampton. And I was actually talking to a couple of Southampton fans in the pub in, in Minstead last night, right? And we have a lovely chat while my missus went upstairs with her gin and tonic. And I was having a lovely chat with these Southampton boys. And they said the same thing. They said he, he started at, at, at Southampton in a similar way. And it was always like, Blue is this bloke. We've never heard of him. What's he going to do for us? And they, they revere him now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? And... I, I get the impression that he's he'll be watching all of this. I think he will have some input into what happens in the January window. I don't think we'll sell Gallagher. I think that's absolute bullshit that's yeah, being spread. He's the first name on the fucking team list, I reckon, these days. Um, and I, I, it, you know, I, I, there may be one or two goings out or, or whatever, but I genuinely believe that if you get this squad together and you don't have 12 fucking injuries out of 24 players, you know, you are... I'm looking at some of the names on the subs bench going, who the fuck is that? Right. Um, then I think we'll start to see something come together. But it was never going to be about this year. If we if we finish sixth, I'd be more than happy with that. If we finish higher, it'll be, frankly, a miracle. Right. But we are uncovering little gems as we go along here. And Petrovic is one of them. I think mm. he, he Sanchez is going to struggle to get that number one back, I think. But, but that Petrovic save against Newcastle, that penalty save was fucking out of this world whatever anybody says it was a fantastic save yeah no um and i i just think i i'm enjoying 
what I'm seeing. I'm not enjoying some of the games where you know when we lost against Wolves. But get, you know, I, I I put that Wolves defeat. I put that firmly at the feet of Gillette. Fucking bloke should have. He could have just squared it. That would have changed that game. Yeah. Game one up and that. And I think that's that's the problem I've got. But these these youngsters. I'd like to see more of them doing a Cole Palmer. Well, well Madueki, for example. Yeah, Madueki. Yeah. I'd like to see more of them doing that and going, do you know what, there's probably some stat man, some sad little fucker at the back of Stamford Bridge somewhere sitting there going, well, Madueki, when he took that shot, you know, there's only a fucking 10% chance that that shot's going to go in, so he'd be better off doing it. Well, fuck off. <laughs> Make a shot, right? Test, sting the keeper's gloves. If you stick it over the bar, you stick it over, who fucking cares? Stop all this poxy... And this is what I think has infected Jackson to a degree. This, oh, I've got to take an extra touch. Oh, I've got to look up and find someone in a better position than me. If the goalkeeper's in sight, when I was a kid, the goalkeeper's in sight and you were anywhere on the edge of the box or in the box, you fucking shot. That was that, right? And I, I ran over, but honestly, I really, really... Carry on, Tony. I love your rants. Yeah, but I'm, I'm he, really pleased with me, Chidge, completely. This is my view, isn't it? It's Viali and and, uh, <laughs> and Hasselbank. You see yeah. the goal, you have, you have, you have yeah. a dip. Yeah, I thought you were talking about rants for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I think we've uncovered some really good little players. You know, they they are young. I think, wasn't it Was it the Palace game? Was that not the youngest yeah. Premier League squad or team that had been put out this season or something like that? Uh, and the third youngest of all time or something ridiculous like that. But, um, you know, we wanted a proper coach. We've got a proper coach. Is he going to get things wrong? Yeah, he is, yeah. Mm. He could have done things better on Saturday. But we, me, you and JK are not the manager. No. He obviously had these reasons behind it, and and he got away with it. He may well have been walking off, going "fuck me, I got away with that one." Well, yeah, but like, but he think, did. Yeah, you yeah, know, but it's three, it's three points at the end of the day. That's yeah. all it is. And also, I think we've we've touched on this before, and you certainly touched <clears> on it on, on <throat> other fan cast shows as well. This lot aren't downing tools. This isn't what we saw last season no, under Potter, and then under the the somewhat inglorious reign of Frank Lampard, where he couldn't even get them to pick the fucking tools up; they'd thrown down. Or whatever. This lot are trying. They seem there doesn't seem to be any dissent. There doesn't seem to be any leaks coming out. You know, fucking players are moaning about this, that, and the other. I I think that behind the scenes, Pochettino. Happy ship. Yeah, yeah. And how, how often have you been out to say that about Chelsea? Um, Under very any... rarely, actually. Very rarely. Exactly. I mean, even if you're talking to Viali, go back to Viali. Why did Viali get the tin tack? Because they yeah. ganged up on him. That half of the yeah. squad hated him, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a Chelsea thing, isn't it? But uh, absolutely, it is, yeah. mate. It's three down points. With, I was just saying, Brian's put a comment in there. Was down with football dressage. Well said, Brian. Yes. Football dressage is something I hate. You know the tippy tappy, find a, like little prancing horses. Oh, we're going to play a little pass in here. Guardiola's fucking conned everybody into thinking that's the way football. Should well, be I, I, you know what? It's, here we go, J.K. We're off. Here's our side sidebar. You know, we get one every show, not in the script. Suddenly an idea happens. I've been reading a fair bit about that kind of idea, Tony. And and it's the way that I'm not going to say young or foreign or whatever. I'm just going to say some people, I'm going to sound like Donald Trump now. Some people say, (laughs) sir, you know why football is fucked? Well, apparently they've all been conditioned, and I include owners in this, by bloody Barcelona. Pep era Barcelona. This is the only way to play football. They all have to be midgets. None of them can take a challenge and they can pass you to death and score beautiful goals. This is not the only way that football can be played. No, Bayern Munich showed that when they brushed a couple of seasons, three seasons ago, they brushed Barcelona out of the way. 
just swept them out. They won 7-2. Well, I can't remember. Okay. It was a ridiculous score. But, you know, yeah, you're right. You're uh, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got some breaking news on Mixler here. Texas Dave, uh, possibly offended by my very poor American impression there. He says, is JK... He wants you back, mate. Is JK asleep? He's, uh, he's asking. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> JK normally would have told me to shut up by now, but he, he's he's, he's no, very, no 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 JK he's always tells and very, me and he's let me he's let me yeah. he's let me lead and I'm very very appreciative. JK always tells me because he's the consummate professional. Yes, uh, he always says to me uh, he shuts up when whoever else is on the show, which could include me occasionally, but yeah. Me and whoever, you in this instance, are talking so much sense that he said, well, there's no point in me contributing. You're all saying it right. <laughs> he only therefore goes on and on and on like a bog roll when he feels that the space needs to be filled because otherwise yes. it would be a terrible show with nobody saying anything. Am I right or am I right, JK? Absolutely correct. Judge. There we go. There we go. I mean, look, it ain't over, is it? I mean, you know, I, all the doom and gloom we've had. I mean, I, do you know what's making me think here, JK, is how shit everybody else must be i mean you know newcastle plagued by injuries but maybe not really up to as much as they thought they were brighton i mean deserby's a good manager but you know maybe they aren't as as clever as they thought they were united are in a much bigger shambles than we are west west ham i think are a really good side but they can have thought who'd have thought that west ham would be up there and they're the only side if they win tonight they're the only team who would have won all four over the year really well, I, I, I think they're a good side, and I actually think that that David Moyes is a good manager. They've got some. Yeah. They, they spent very, very wisely after getting very rid of Rice, wise. but I mean, yeah. they still have those moments where they get a sticky patch and lose, you know, two or three yeah. out of five. Yeah. Spurs terrible injuries. One wonders if that kind of up and atom strategy can really work in the long term. Arsenal have just picked up one point out of nine over Christmas. Yeah. Have fucked their title chances right up. They were excellent against Fulham, but they cannot score. Yeah, it's, the whole of it has gone down. You know the percentages. We think it's just our problem. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, you know Havertz wanders about like as if he's got a monocle on as usual. So, you know, <laughs> so you know the, the the point. The point is, is the, he, is he the football equivalent of Jacob Rees-Mogg then? <laughs> yeah, he, he he looks a bit like him in a funny sort of way. Yeah, but you know, so the, the, who are the standout teams at the moment? Liverpool have lost once yeah. all all season. Now, when we played them, I thought they looked pretty shit. Yes, I don't think they're world beaters. City may well now improve because De Bruyne's back, and I think they've really missed him. Um, and maybe you know, a bit like us, they were focusing on the Club World Cup. I, yeah. I, I fully suspect that City will now go into overdrive for the rest of the season. Um, I, I, I hope Liverpool don't win it. Villa, I think, are an excellent team, but again, they are capable of a completely shit performance and getting cuffed by anybody. Yeah. So you know, I stranger things have happened. We may this this season is not over yet for for Chelsea's the season is not over yet is what I'm saying, all right? Have yeah. have a little bit of faith and hope. Anyway, talking yeah. of seasons we well got, said. I'll say that. Thank you, thank you well very said. much. Thank you very much. Well, look, uh with with that game, we've we've put uh 2023 firmly back in the bin where it belongs. Um I have to say I think actually what did I say? I say thank fuck 2023 is over. I think that says it all really. Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. 
Um, you boys, what well, we've got a few minutes left where we can opine about whatever we like, really. But uh, what I'd love to hear from you boys is your best and worst moments from 2023, an overview of it, and how bad was it really? And I don't mind who starts first. It's up to you. I'll let JK go first because I've had a little... I need, my, I need to rest my voice, JK. You do, mate. Have some... Yeah. Have, some, some uh, have a hot toddy, mate. Um, <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it, to the whole of... of, uh, of... Of, and yeah, the whole of 2023 was just the the demise of Potter, wasn't it? Before uh, the demise of Potter, the humiliation of Frank. Yeah, yeah, it, that it was absolutely shit. Let's be completely honest. It was just Potter just got worse and worse, and it was with with hindsight, it was like watching a man drown. Yeah, all, all the criticism we had of him was absolutely correctly placed, and. All these people saying trust the process were so off the mark. He was just clearly dragging the squad into, into I mean, just a uh, total lack of of competition. They just weren't competitive in the slightest. Um, there was a kind of complacency because I think they would they they'd given in to his, um, you know, where it's a work in progress and where. We're uh, we're just trying things out, kind of attitude, which kind of policy, which uh, I, I think had probably been given to him by the owners. Um, but uh, and then we had Frank. Who, the more you look at the the last ten games Frank had, the more embarrassing it was because we couldn't understand what he was doing, and we we felt that he hadn't been watching any of the games at all by the attempted formations that he created and I think I was so disappointed when we beat Bournemouth with both Medwecki and Woodrick and he then for the next game didn't pick either of them and I just thought I don't get it Frank I don't know what's happening and I think he was trying to apply a whole series of um of uh almost you know you're playing for the badge it's Chelsea where's the passion as opposed to actually you should be uh you should be trying to get these players to um just play well or play in their proper positions. It was it was a very depressing year indeed, um, and I I couldn't get much that was positive out of it at all. I'm afraid, um, except so when Pochettino came in, obviously we were um, we were all very pleased that we felt there would be an instant result, which there hasn't been, and it's been much more of a process once again than we ever thought it would be, which. Um, and it's difficult. It's very difficult being a Chelsea fan at the moment just because of the team that we were only two years beforehand with possibly the best manager we've ever had. Um, uh, who, you know, you can see the way he's managing Bayern at the moment. They're slowly but surely uh, becoming a much better side. And if they'd have given him more time and, I don't know, perhaps purchased players he wanted and he hadn't fallen out with them, or perhaps he saw he saw what, what was going to happen? He could see that they were just going to get rid of everybody or whatever. I don't know what 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 occurred in that instance. The appalling stories going round about him, um, but um, uh, that was a to me that was a great low. I think that as I say, I think the major problem is we have a we have a a, a very high bar for Chelsea over the last few years, and we've gone right down to a low bar, and we're now looking at players and situations from the low bar as opposed to thinking this is 
one of the top clubs in the world. This is an elite club and we have sunk below that level. And whether this is down to the owners, whether it's down to originally the sanctions, I don't want to blame anybody for this, but the that is the reality and that is what we're dealing with. So the last year has been absolutely dismal for me. No, I... Well, you, uh, you, can, can you, you might can, have seen me shaking my head there. So can, you, can, you, would... can either of you two remember what was Frank's first game back? Wolves. It was Wolves. It was right. Wolves. I'm so glad you told me that. So, 1-0, wasn't it? Yeah. So in the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games he had, he lost 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 on the spin, and then another 2. So he lost 8. Eight. Drew yeah. two one one one. It, it was it that was that was the low. I mean, I know Potter was awful in many respects, but, but, but the damage had been done but, by but him. That was, I'm not blaming Frank for it, but I'm just saying no. it just reminds us how utterly awful it was. Tony, yes. Yeah, so I, my my I disagree with J.K. on the the low bar comment. I think what we're seeing is a rebirth, uh, a long overdue rebirth. Um, sometimes uh, if you want to build something greater, you've got to knock what, what was there down. Now, I've said it before, they de-Romanised too quickly. Okay. Um, but I think I, I still, you know, having not been that long out of the hard-headed world of business where I worked, um, you do not spend money like they've spent to fail. That, there's just not, This asset stripping stuff is utter bollocks. They're not there for that. They've got a 10-year covenant anyway. They've got to be at the club for 10 years. So they're going to want to start making money. Of course they are, but they're also going to want success because nothing nothing uh, puffs an American's ego up like success. And I, I don't mean that offensively, but Americans are built on second is nothing. Right? That's their entire culture, a bit like the Australians in that sense. So I, I don't think it's a low bar. I think we are still one of the world's great clubs, but we are rebuilding and we're having to do it. You know, is our history any more glorious than Liverpool's? No, no. And where did Liverpool go for 10 years? Well, I, I want, can I ask you a question, Tony? Because uh, um, I was having a, a think, as I do occasionally, about, you know, and I saw this fan- fascinating article about how, um, it was actually an interview with Martin Broughton, funnily enough, who very nearly, uh, you know, he was yes. on, yeah, he was in the bidding process for us. He was, yeah. Who is, of course, he's a big Chelsea fan, but he was the um, he was the chairman of Liverpool at the time when they got rid of Hicks and Gillette and how awful yes. that was. Can you remember what year that was that Liverpool... When, do you remember when they, they had Roy Hodgson as manager? Because that was then Nadir, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So that was, I reckon that's 10 years ago. Okay. Clops in there, what, six years now? Six, seven years? Nine. So you're you're about right, yeah. Yeah, you're about right. Yeah. Let- so I just think you know, but they, <clears throat> look, the difference with Liverpool, and I don't want to blow smoke up their asses. I don't like Liverpool, but you have to look at you know that team that we played on the first day of the season. I was convinced we were as good as them, right? But Klopp has got them doing what J.K. said. He's got them going out. 20 minutes, they're absolutely in your faces, right? And, that, you know, so if they can get a, a lead or whatever, then they will. They've lost one game all season. That says something about Klopp's management style, about uh, the ability in a way like Guardiola's got a similar thing where they can bring players forward that you'd never heard of before or you'd never thought of as being like that. And I think that's what we're doing. I think our people have looked at that and gone, this is what we need. The, the old, I've said it time and time again, I've had, Ruin the face arguments with people who go, no, Roman Abramovich was fantastic. But he, 
the the state of the club is now such that had Roman died, for example, or rather than being thrown out, we would have been in exactly the same position. Exactly the same position. Okay. It was run very, very differently. It was a sugar daddy arrangement. However, we're a business now. These people are trying to do things maybe too quickly. But I've seen, and I, 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 actually, I actually think the recruitment policy of getting these young players on eight-year contracts is fucking genius. Well, no one else spotted that one, did they? Now they've had to bring in a rule, which we agreed with and said, oh, yeah, right, okay, we'll amortise them over five years then. But you can't retrospectively set that to the price we got on eight-year contracts. So I, I think it's been very... Very clear. But this idea that you were going to do it all in one season, everybody's blinded, Chidge and Jacob. Everyone's blinded by the class of 92 and what Alex Ferguson did. How many times has that happened in your life? Once. It's happened once in my life, class of fucking 92. I'm, I'm blinded by 2005. With yeah. Children, when yeah. when they, they bought cool. players. They bought players in the same way, yeah. but then proceeded to win the league. And went and got the best manager in the world. Yeah. At the time, right? I'm not saying that everything Roman did was wrong, but the model had been found out, had been discovered. And it was a low point. Potter was a terrible mistake. They could have sat down with a, a, a few pints with Tuchel and sorted that out, I'm sure. I didn't want Tommy Tuchel to go, right? Uh, I hoped Potter would be uh, the, the bright young English uh, uh, spark the hope for the future. But it turned. he could see after six weeks he was starting to drown. It was too big for him. And the damage had been done by then. And I still think if you haven't listened to that Frank Lampard podcast where he says on day one he had players coming in saying, couldn't give a fuck because I'm not going to be here next season. What do you do about that? You know, and they go, go get John Terry. It, what was he going to do? You can't go up and pull these players up against the wall and give them a slap in the chop. It doesn't work like that anymore. It's a different thing. Um, and that's where I think Pochettino's man management skills are no doubt they're being tested to some degree uh, more, more than he expected. He's even said that. He's, it's a much tougher job than he, he, he thought it was going to be. But good. Good. Because I want you to grow into the job. I want anybody who says, oh, he's fucking ex-Spurs or whatever, I want it to fuck off and not use that as a piece of shit excuse for, uh, for our manager or whatever. I want to see him given the chance to do what we've been saying for fucking years, try and build something sustainable. Yes, players will come and go, but you've got to have something. And City and Liverpool, and it galls me to say it, have set the benchmark on that. And as Man United have, have found out themselves, if they if they dispatch Eric Ten Hag, then back to square one and go, isn't they? Who are they going to go and get? Yeah, but at least we appear to be learning that there's a different way of doing things and taking it forward. Rant over. No, I mean, a lovely rant too. Well done, mate. I've just been checking while you were ranting. Uh, Liverpool, uh, I think 2009, 10, hang on, 10, 11, 12, 13. 7th, 6th, 8th, 7th. And Hodgson was only there for, I think, I don't think he lasted the season. They put Kenny Dalglish in as an interim manager and then they got rid of uh, Hillett and and G- uh, Gillette and Hicks. Hicks. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Klopp came in. But, I mean, it was, as I said, 7th, 8th, or 7th, 6th, 8th, 7th, something like that. Yeah. They were well off it for four years. And then the year after, 2014, they finished second. And, I, and I'm, and i you know, I mean, rem- you might remember, I can't remember if you were on or not, but earlier on in the season, we had uh, Tony Evans on who yeah. uh, used to be the football head of football at the times 
big scouser, big Liverpool yeah. fan. And and I like Tony. Tony's all right. He, he likes a beer and he loves his football and he played the trombone in the farm. So for me, there's not much he's, he's done wrong. Then, yeah, apart from being a Liverpool good. fan, obviously. But he was saying, you know, there are similarities <laughs> here because when uh, Gillette and Hicks took over, they fucked it totally. They yeah. fucked it totally. When the Fenway group came in, they continued fucking it totally until Klopp got into their head. And I think yeah. it was Michael Edwards, wasn't it, who came in as the director of football? And turned it around. So he said, but what it did to Liverpool is it it set them back three or four years in Tony's yeah. view. And he said he can see the the same happening here. So yeah, we've, may, maybe... We've four more years of this. Too. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, maybe what we might have is a year or two with Poch. I mean, you know, we don't know where we're going to finish this season. It may well be... Seventh, sixth, eighth, sixth, whatever it might be around there, like Liverpool did, but maybe we'll get there quicker because yeah. what they've done is they've been, I mean, brutal in terms of what they've dumped and what they've brought in, but they haven't done it over three or four seasons like Klopp did. Now, we've all been moaning about that, and understandably so because it's not supposed to be how it works, but there is a chance that whilst it was brutal at the start we might get back there quicker and I think a lot of it depends on on having a a proper manager Klopp's a proper manager so is Pochettino Roy Hodgson is not a proper Roy Hodgson for Roy Hodgson read Graham Potter I mean I know they're at completely other ends of the spectrum but Roy Roy Hodgson never managed never managed a a decent you know elite football club in England and and nor a Graham Potter so you know he's a mid-table manager Hodgson you know stupid appointment for Liverpool they only did it because he was the England manager. So yeah. maybe, maybe we might get back quicker. Who knows? Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I think my, my point was I, I didn't like the term low bar, <clears throat> but I agree with what JK is saying. I don't think we're going to have four more years of this. I genuinely don't. Mm. But this first season, is it's going to be a baptism of fire. That, that we, you're never going to get a Mourinho again. Right, people going. Oh, we're going to get Jose back, but we we all know that Pete Jose's gone, right? Um, as is his management style. He's, he's starting to look a bit more like Wenger was at the end. You know, when it was they've run out of ideas, and the, the gap between them and the players is is bigger and bigger, and managing egos and all this sort of stuff. Uh, not least in Jose's case, his own ego, um, uh, and that's why I think this is. You know, if, if we would think, no, it's not the second season, Nathan. It's not. It's not the second season with, with Pochettino. Nathan's saying it's the second season. It isn't. Um, but I'm saying uh, that, in actual fact, this is a big, big change in the way the club is. right? And I just, I, I see potential. And maybe, I'm, maybe I've got my blue tinted glasses on. But I think we will be back. And I think next year we will see an, a bigger improvement again. There may be one or two changes of players coming and going out. Um, I'm not sure Sterling's got much of a future with us. And maybe Madwake will be the man who proves that. I don't know. Um, but I, I think there will be, like anything, there'll be there'll be changes. But I'm really, really positive. I've seen stuff in the, you know, I, I will still hold up when you do the end of season awards or whatever. The, the game of the season for me will be Man City 4, yeah, Chelsea no. 4 at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Nothing's going to get past that one, no. ever. No. For a long, long time anyway. So, But I, I genuinely think with the, the, the scale of the change of the culture and everything of the club is massive. And not least of all, they've got to deal with a ground because they, that's part of their sales deal, wasn't it? 
sorting out the ground, wasn't it part of the criteria? Yeah, well, that yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah. So I just think you know that that uh, that that's a it's a necessary thing. But I mean, yes. there is the, the the slight worry in in the context of what we've been talking about, because I mean, we don't know yet, obviously, but. The only way they can redevelop at Stamford Bridge is to knock it all down and start again, and that's going to take four or five years. So that means we're going to have to be playing somewhere else for four or five years. And, you know, that that may or may not be a good thing for Chelsea on the pitch. We don't know. It's an unknown quantity. But, you know, I mean, you know, Spurs and Arsenal didn't do too badly, I think, playing away at Wembley, did they? Not that I'm suggesting that we want to go there, but... Uh, it's it's bound to have some sort of an impact, you could argue, isn't it? Yeah, and we yeah, don't I mean, know; I it's an unknown. It, it, of course, it's an unknown. But it, we were either going to be gambling. Look, what happened with Roman happened. There's no getting away from that. I, I I'm firmly of the belief that we will not be punished by the FA for any of these alleged crimes because the FA and the government oversaw the fucking process. Right? They can't turn around and say. You, we found you guilty of something that wasn't your fault, that we oversaw and we approved you. Yeah, so unless these owners are guilty, that ain't going to fucking happen. It just isn't going to happen because these law- clear like lawyers climbing over uh, the FA over this, right, and they'll shit themselves. They just won't have the money to back it up or whatever. So I just think, A, it's a scale of change. It, we don't know. But three seasons ago, Arteta was being called to leave Arsenal. Now, they may have had a little blip here, but they're still in a better place than they were pre-Arteta under... Was it Emery, was it, before them? Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, we could have gone and got Emery. He's done a marvellous job at Villa, but you've seen some of their frailties last week. Oh, against yeah. Manchester, you know. Um, and I think there's a degree of truth in what you said about... You know, we are... We've started the process, right? We are... The rebuild is underway. Man United are in far bigger... They, they are fucking fucked, mate. Yep. No two words about it. I mean, in terms of best and worst moments, I mean, you know, I think really it has to be that collective, you know, losing eight out of 10 or 11. And I just thought the way that they humiliated Frank was just awful. That was my worst moment of the year. But I'm with you, Tony. You know, I think that Man City, the Man City match and the Spurs match for me, because the Spurs, I mean, you know, I I walked out of the ground, you know, I managed to get a ticket for Spurs, which I don't always and you know how much I moan about it when we're doing the 50 years shows. We do all these legendary matches and I go, yeah, I didn't make that one. Yeah. You know, but I, wa- <laughs> I walked out the ground and I just thought, this is a, this will be a match that will be remembered forever and talked about in 20... 20- when when JK are on our Zimmer frames doing 50 years of Chelsea 2023, I, I, I can go, I was actually at that one. It was. It was. It yeah. felt that special. But the the city match was brilliant because I mean, and I actually wonder if J.K. This is half of the problem because we had a glimpse, didn't we, of 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 how good we could be. You know, I thought, okay, I know we shipped four goals, but the spirit and the skill and the determination to keep going in that game and get back and go toe to toe with Man City, who you know are arguably the best team in the world. I just thought, fuck, you know, we we're not as bad as we thought. There's 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 life here. There's hope. And then of course we lose to fucking Brentford or whatever, and it all goes away again. But it was Everton as well, and yeah, Man United, yeah. Wolves as well. That's oh, no, the okay. trouble. It's the it's the contrast with the height Inconsistency. of the two games because yeah, yeah. we weren't really good in those two. We games. We were. There's no you denying it. See the huge potential of the side, 
Um, and and I, it's that, that is bewildering, that aspect of it, as yeah. to why they plummeted down to... Uh, Youth, this, inconsistency, it's, yeah. you know... Me- mentality, of yeah. that, I think. Well, you well, said it yourself, J.K., though. I mean, that, at that Wolves game, yeah. If Sterling passes that to Palmer and he slots oh, it in, it's 1-0 oh. to us, different game, different game. Absolutely right. You know, and, and so... It, and that's coming from one of the players you would expect to be levelled as experienced as well. Yeah. You know, you know, I think, I think one of the most disappointing games this season has actually been the United game. Yeah, yeah, because you know. we look good at times in it. Yeah. I thought we look. We, we, oh, the, we, we, we should have yeah. scored those goals when Mudrick and Jackson got the ball into the penalty area. Yeah, that was the thing because it. What even though we were completely under the cosh because they were pressing so much because they were so in our faces. If we did play the long ball, which we did, and we then got into positions where yeah. where we were running um, two on two, they've got to score. They've got to score in those situations. It's then you just think, actually, they're, they're, this is where the inexperience is kicking in here. Yeah. There are too many opportunities. But it was, it was also that there was a terrible naivety as well of the team not kicking the ball long as often as they... Every time they did it, they got a chance. And it was trying to play out from the back. This is Sanchez era, of course, who saved the penalty, of course, at the, at the game. But nonetheless, was was or is all was always dodgy. And I think this is why um, Petrovic may actually be the uh, the main man for the rest of the season. He seems to be. Uh, uh, it just doesn't make those choices and kicks longer. It's pathetic, isn't it? That that is what we're judging a goalkeeper by because they're both very good shot stoppers and very yeah. good. Um, they go for crosses well, but it's it's the little things. It's he he plays well. He's very conf- plays it the ball out well. He's confident, and as you say, he, the kicking long has become a kind of you know yeah. a pretty basic important thing for a goalkeeper because it, it gets seems to have ball. gone from the game again. Like I said, the the connect the connect the from from Guardiola, which is you know um, and I, I, you know what happens when I see a goalkeeper go, uh, play it long. I do it every game. You know, there's a bit when all the players move to one side of the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And I say, why didn't the goalkeeper shove it over there? And the fastest one gets to it. You know what I mean? Yes. I, just, I just love to well, see a goalkeeper. Like the Sam Allardyce used to say, having, yeah, well, Sam used to say it, didn't he? He used to say, yeah. what, he, one day a manager's going to be brave enough not to put a wall up. He's going to say, have a shot, mate. Go on. I'll <laughs> put five players on. You have a fucking shot. No, do you know mate. what I would like even better than that? Don't have a wall, but have the bloke who lies down behind the wall. Just have him there, standing up there like he's smoking a cigar <laughs> with his tackle out. That would be hilarious, wouldn't it? It'll be, it'll <laughs> Absolutely, be, it'll, yeah. It'll be Havertz with his monocle. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Listen, boys, I think that was... Actually, no, one more question before we bugger off. Um, what are your hopes for for this year, JK? Um, World peace? Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, yes. To win Miss World again for the 17th time? Oh dear! It's that bra. It always helps wearing that bra. Yeah. Um, uh, win the league cup, mm. which um, uh, is possible. I would. Uh, I, I'd be intrigued to see how Fulham do against Liverpool, actually, because I think Fulham have actually suddenly improved. No, no because, Salah as well. Um, yeah, mostly because of um, uh, Jimenez, mm. who uh, uh, has got back his his pre-accident form. Scored a cracking goal last night. Not last night. On on when was it? Friday. What was it? When did they play? When did they uh, Sunday? When they played Arsenal. Cracking, cracking goal. Brilliant. Um, and they're playing much better. And I really would love to play Fulham in the final. I think that would be superb. Yeah, that would be great. Superb for London. Superb for us. Superb yeah. for for West London. Not not if um, we lose it, it wouldn't be. No, we mustn't lose it again. We mustn't. But um, 
that's what that's my first thing. I think a decent run in the FA Cup would be great. And um, more consistency. Um, uh, let's have a, a, a process where um, Nkunku plays with whoever it's going to be. Um, and and I, I personally would like to see them purchase somebody in the transfer window, but I don't know who there is that they could purchase who's a... Well, of course, the the, the much the much uh, not fetid, fated, Osimhen or whatever his name yeah, is, yeah, yeah. will be at, will be at the Afcon. Yeah, because he, he, he plays for yeah. the Ivory Coast, I think, doesn't he? But didn't haven't haven't they just also done done an Elise on him and got him to sign some sort of new interim contract with a massive release clause? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? So, yeah, I think. Well, so, Dino yeah. De Horrendous, who's the chairman of or the owner of Napoli, is a sharp bugger. He's <laughs> yeah. a sharp bugger. We've tried to do deals with him. We'll probably get Osimhen in about ten years' time, like we did Koulibaly, yeah. You know, when he's passed what, it. Yeah. What I, what I think, I wouldn't be surprised if they unearth somebody from uh, South America, who, um, as long as it's not Diego kind of, Maradona, that's all right. <laughs> but who's a kind of. Um, of, Although uh, he could probably do better than Jackson and Brozier, be to be fair, even if he's been he, dead he's for fair. three years. <laughs> You'd um, have to exhume, exhume him. Who's a who's you, a bit you like did a say unearthed? To be fair, Jake, I know I did. Yeah. I did. Who's a bit like a Joe Linton? I'm just worried that they'll get somebody who will think, "Oh, this is interesting," and he just. Well, at the moment, though, I wouldn't mind somebody who just puts it about, gets there, holds the ball up, and heads the ball. Somebody who just actually. Just gets in people's faces. Yeah. Somebody who gets well, in a centre half's face. And the obvious one is, is of course, Ivan Tony. But, but why would he Brent, leave? Brentford will be putting a premium on him big they, time. Their current form. Yeah, they, they can't get rid of him. They're going to. It looks as if they're going to go down. They can't get rid of him. Yeah, but I mean, anyway, you know, I, 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 as the answer, Judge, I'd like, I'd like them to buy a striker, and yeah. uh, uh, and I'd like him to play. Uh, let's hope Chilwell comes back. Let's hope we can have a. A situation we've got an attacking, we've got two attacking fullbacks, um, which we seem to play well with, um, and um, and let's hope that Fernandez plays better, uh, Mays plays more like. I mean, the dilemma with Fernandez was that when he played in the World Cup, he had Messi in front of him, and so people just used to congregate around yeah. Messi. So he, had, yeah. he had more room, um, but I, I I still think there's a very decent player there. Whether he's a hundred million, I don't think that's the case. But it's sort of irrelevant the prices they paid for them. Um, you just want him to do well. I mean, the big thing is I want them all to do well. I want them all to um, to gel as a team and to put in the kind of performances that we're proud of. And we think, yeah, they're making an effort. Got some very decent players, and I'd like Palmer to become uh, the best player in England, which I think he's capable of. Wow. Yeah, I think he's absolutely that. fantastic. Yeah, I'm 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 not uh, in disagreement with any of that, Tony. What about you, my friend? Well, I mean, I'm I'm in agreement with J.K. on the on the League Cup. I think Mourinho always put great store into that in his first season, didn't he? He basically had the view that winning leads to winning. It, mm. You breed that culture of winning, and so other people may look at it and go, "Well, it's not much of a competition, is it? Really, it's not the most important one." But it it breeds that winning, that confidence and all that sort of stuff. And when Mourinho won it in his first season, of course, it just set everything running, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it set all the hairs running. And suddenly, we, you know, we had the uh, the sun and people like that saying, you know, putting bounties on, um, on us if other teams could score against us and this sort of stuff, you know. Um, so I think I'd like I'd like to see that. I, I would like a striker. I mean, I, I think this is the one thing that is, you can have all the data scientists you like, 
and they can all fuck off, right? Because an average fan at a game knows more about what we need than any of them data scientists trawling through their fucking databases and spreadsheets and chat GPT bollocks or whatever. We need a fucking striker. We need a good striker. We need, like JK said, you know, an Ollie Giroud kind of player or whatever. It doesn't really matter as so long as they're in. Ollie Giroud, defenders hated him. They hated him. Not only because he would be in their faces and, and, and doing stuff or whatever, like Drogba, but he'd also be back defending, right? I'd like to see a return to the man in the centre circle at a corner. I don't know who that could be. Maybe Mudrick, like Eden Hazard used to do. I'd love to see that because that takes two players from their team pretty much out of the side. And when you've got somebody with Mudrick's pace, which is what Hazard had, that initial burst of pace, you knew that was always going to be a big worry. For I'd like to see that. Um, I think I, I've revised out my sixth place to eighth, but I still think six, like you said, is a possibility if we can get on a good run, if we can get some of these players back. Uh, and if we can avoid this godforsaken fucking injury plague that just seems to be with us all of the time, yeah. Um, you know, how many other teams have suffered? I mean, I know other teams are suffering like now, but we've had it all season, right? I doubt Pochettino, if you sat him down there and said, have you been out of pick the team, the first no, team you'd exactly. like more? No. So I think there's that. I'm still optimistic. Um, I don't go with some of the doom sayers amongst us who oh, we're going to be in a relegation battle. No fucking way. We look at the teams down there. We're miles, miles better than them. Um, and sometimes you're going to get games where you get out of jail, like maybe against Luton and, and, and whatever. Um, I thought we were good value for our 2-1 against Palace. We should have had more goals in that game. Um, but we were a bit wasteful again. Um, and then I think um, they can sort out a few more... Minor. T- I don't. I don't necessarily see big spending as being the answer in, in at the end of the season or even in January. I think the striker. If you make that your priority, I don't think we need a goalkeeper. I think we've uncovered in Petrovic a good enough keeper. I think uh, Sanchez will struggle to get back at the number one. I think, but you know, he's still not a bad option. He's proven to be better than most of us all thought. Um, and I think also I'd like to see the end of the short corner. <laughs> Fair enough. Forever. No, I mean again, I'm in broad agreement with that. I mean, I, I would, I would add to that. Uh, I would, I would like to see them, you know, keep Conor Gallagher because I, I just think oh, that, that that is such a barometer of where we are yeah. if they decide to let him go, and I think that that would that would be troublesome for a lot of reasons if they didn't. Yeah. Um, but I would also like to see us sign a striker. But I think, I think you know what we need. Is a is a Mickey Thomas or and and or a Gareth Roberts type signing? Yeah, I mean not yeah. in, not in those positions necessarily, but in terms of what they did for us when they you know gnarly old pros who knew their onions and you know who are always going to give you seven or eight out of ten every game, get and everybody on, going. Uh, you know, on pitch general, yeah. Well, experience, mate, knowing yeah. how it works, helping to, yeah. to, to 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 you know to coach on or train on some of these yeah. youngsters. Uh, I agree. Contract is a situation of the problems, aren't they? Because the experienced old gnarly player is going to want, you know, 350,000 a week like Sterling. Not necessarily. I mean, you know, James Madison didn't go to West Ham for that, nor did James Wall Prowse. No. And that's kind of what I'm, we, we've been talking about all season. Are we sure that Madison didn't go to Tottenham with yes. that amount of yeah. Did he go on at lower, lower wage? Then? Well, I, I, I doubt if he was getting paid much at Leicester. So that's the point, you know. 
I mean, we we have I, without sounding uh, you know grim as fuck again. I think I think going forward we potentially we potentially have a problem because you know you can statistic I know Tony hates the stats but here's one stat he might he might be rather interested in statistically the team that pays the highest wages is the one that wins the league title over going back donkeys going back donkeys and we are not doing that anymore which makes me wonder whether we will eventually be able to pick up the Premier League title but anyway mm. going back to what I was saying uh, I think some experience, a bloody striker, if there is one that is good enough available that we can get, is a must because it's the one area where we really do struggle. I mean, yeah. if, if we'd have converted half the chances we would have got, we wouldn't be talking about what well, we might get eighth or sixth or seventh. We would be yeah. we would be in the top fucking four. Had a huge number. Of, we got yeah. more chances than anybody else, haven't we? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's He's a doing must. something right, isn't he, Poch? Well, really? we're but, creating yeah. the chances. And that's yeah. the hardest part of the game, apart from scoring them, really. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with Tony as well. I think, I, you know, I feel for Poch. You know, I, I don't. I agree with you, mate. I don't think he's ever actually fielded what, he, if all the people we've got in our squad, his first team, you know, in terms of what he, he thinks of the bat, I don't think he's ever been able to field it once. So, an end to the injury plague that's afflicted us for a long time now would be very yes. nice. Yeah. Um I'd love I'd love to win the league cup, particularly if it was against Fulham or even though or, or even Liverpool that'd be even better actually in my book. I'd love an I'd love an FA cup run like you said JK. And uh you know obviously I'd like to like us to I would like us to improve tangibly so that we can see it and get up, you know, keep you know keep getting up the league table because the the closer we get to the top, uh, the better it will be next year. I feel. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's almost impossible uh, to go from twelfth, tenth up to top four. It's it's pretty hard to go from sixth, seventh to winning the title. So you need to get there or thereabouts, and then you build yeah. on it for next season. And you know, Absolutely. I think I think I think this season uh, and, and next year, for all intents and purposes. Again, like Tony was saying, it's a time to really establish who out of these young players that they've bought has got it and who hasn't, you know. And I think I think there are there are signs there. Petrovic, uh, Colwell, even though I have reservations with them at left back, Gusto, Caicedo, we know about Connor, Fernandez, um, Mudrick, there are signs, uh Madueki. Yeah. You know, there are there are some there are some players in there, you know, and if 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 Pochettino can gel them together and coach them and improve them, then you know, I don't think the future is as 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 grim as it has felt. And I think at the end of the day as a therapist, I do understand the importance and the power of how one feels. Feels, yeah. And it's often a lot worse than the reality. And maybe that's where we are at the moment. So there we go. I'm I'm yeah. actually looking forward to this year. Uh, I'm yeah. very glad to get the fucking yeah. rid of the last year, but I'm looking yeah. forward to this year. I've got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, not half as much as I look forward to these fine gentlemen chatting, yabbering on about football with me every Monday and Friday, uh, without which I would be in the nut house by now. So I, I send them love and thanks for keeping me relatively sane. So And uh, and we wouldn't do this nonsense uh, every week if you lot didn't listen to it and love it as much as you tell us that you do. So a massive, massive, massive thank you to you lot as well. And as I said at the beginning of the show, um, a happy new year to one and all. Now, we will be back on Friday for the preview show with me, JK, and Mark Meehan, JK. 
<laughs> the legend that is Mark Meehan. Uh, 7.30pm kickoff. Looking ahead to Saturday's FA Cup third round match against Preston North End. Now, that is something to look forward to. A proper yeah. FA Cup tie. You know, sadly not at a proper time. It's a half five kickoff. No, half five, yeah. But, uh, you know, that, it's one of the best days of the year, I think. Uh, third round day FA Cup. Just makes you want to be a kid again. Uh, so there you go. We'll be back to preview that on Friday. Uh, now, quick shout out for uh, In Off The Post. Uh, I do believe that JK and I might summon the strength to do a show this week. I'll have a think about it in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but if so, uh, dude, listen, uh, you want your email read out or whatever it's, it post, uh, Twitter, post, Patreon, Instagram, I don't mind. Um, then obviously let me have them as soon as you can. Email address is chelseafancast at gmail.com. You can follow the show on all the social media at Chelsea Fancast. And uh, I am at Stanford Chiz. Jonathan is at Jonathan Kidd. And Tony as is at Grocer Jack UK. And he is back. It's great to have you back, mate, as well, actually. It's, it's, it's lovely. I've, I've, I've almost forgotten how shit I felt at the beginning of the show. Well, there you go. I know, I know <laughs> the what, feeling. What a fantastic distraction from man flu. I know the feeling. I can, I can leave this show by saying, oh, by the way, it's great to see you in the boozer the other week. Oh, yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah you you yeah, driving yeah. up on Saturday? Um, uh, I'm not going to the Preston game. Right. I'm, I'm on driving duty, I think, for the Fulham game. But that's an early kickoff anyway. Um, but I will probably go in the pub before and just maybe for a, a, a small Guinness. Yeah, you know. me too. Um, Brilliant. Well, uh, breaking news is that uh, West Ham and Brighton are playing out a nil-nil draw, which is going to cost me nine points in the Premier League and see me drop down the, the table even further, you fucking bastards. Uh, there you go. Uh, JK, uh, I mean, what can I say? A brilliant year for us. You've been an absolute trooper. Uh, and as I said, it, it, it helps to keep me relatively sane. And I thank you and love you for that. Well done. Thank you. It's been fantastic being on the show, Chich. I've really enjoyed it. It's been brilliant. Love Good. It. Love it too. And uh, you lot out there, particularly the people in Mitzler, well done. Thank you for listening. See you on Friday. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chels. Up the Chelsea! It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 